0: The ambassador in Pearl stops in her tracks, and her hounds circle in close to her as everything in the clearing becomes still. There you are. Do you have a moment? She turns to see a human, one of the ones in the robes that comes to talk to her sometimes. He is small and slow and soft and round at the edges. This one is unarmed, but they aren't always. Someone else's daemon follows at his heels. The sight is disgusting, but somehow she swallows her irritation.
1: What do you want?
0: The same as always. Just a talk. Are you all right? The ambassador looks at the mountain. From here, she can hear the cries of her despised kin. But something is missing in her heart. She can feel it. The primal hatred that has always driven her is waning like a silver moon. And this little human, this tiny creature, knows it. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I am your host, your king, your purveyor of ominous intros. It is me, Cat. Hi, Cat. Hello, host Cat. Hello. With me today, we have. Nick.
2: Hello. Hi, everybody.
0: We've got Kathleen. Hi there. We've got Kirsten. That's me. Hooray. Hello, team.
3: Hi.
0: Previously, on Sword of Symphonies, the party made their way across the Velt with the help of Riley Straka, part of the Gardener General's office. Probably, almost certainly, an employee of the Gardner General Office. Don't worry. Of course. Rye was concerned about the scorch marks that had appeared on the hill where the party spent the night. But when they informed him that the previous night they had fought a just real doozy of a horror, he decided to accompany them on their way to the old capital leaving once they reach the imposing walls of what was once a greatest city. The sun is setting. Takes a long time to set on the plains, I've belabored that point enough. But the sky is an absolute array of colors, ranging from still blue to brilliant amber. The shadows are long and the air is getting cool. And if a chill runs through you at the site of the old capital, it is certainly because of that and not because of any of the rumors about the place or those who dwell within. Before parting ways, Rye asked you not to hurt anyone here and said that as long as you didn't, no one here would hurt you. That's good enough for me. Good enough for you.
2: Well, it's good enough for Nick. I don't know if it's good enough for Cobb. I was going to say. <laughs> Cobb is probably a lot more uh, wary of those sorts of, of statements, but Nick is chill.
0: <laughs> Listener, Nick is chill. Yeah. If there's anything that you need to take away from sort of Symphonies, it's that Nick is chill, Kathleen knows, and Kirsten can't be trusted.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. <laughs>
0: so my question is, what is the party doing? Are you camping out? Are you beginning the entrance into the old capital? What's the plan?
3: Well, it is getting to night. Uh, Might not be great to camp out a second night. Perhaps it might be safer on the other side of the walls.
2: Uh, Rai did tell us that as long as we're near the walls, like things are pretty cool.
3: Okay. Um, Well, then I guess we could make an entrance earlier in the day and camp one more night.
1: Would it be easier to avoid being seen at night? I don't know. I don't know how much stamina we have left.
3: Wait, wait. Are we suggesti- suggesting sneakiness and, like, disguises? Uh,
2: uh, I, I don't know if disguises are necessary, Penelope. Um, but sneakiness may be warranted.
3: All right, all right. Well, I did bring my, my butler cape, so that might help. Um,
0: when did you get a cape, Penelope?
3: When, I, I made the, the, this when we when we did the, the, the whole thing with the, the... Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, we went to that cool party. Was it a cape before? Yeah, um, I must not know
0: very much about butlers. That's all right. <gasps>
3: Penelope kind of cocks her head at this. Penelope also knows, like, nothing about butlers. <laughs> Other than, like, perhaps one sketched illustration in a book she read as a kid.
2: Penelope has basically seen this settings version of Alfred and went, yeah, that's a butler, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Technically, you're not wrong.
3: When I say uh, it was probably a comic book <laughs> that Penelope was reading. Yeah, 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 yeah. So,
0: are we going to, under cover of darkness, attempt to infiltrate the old
3: Capitau? I think Penelope likes that plan.
1: A daring night raid, I guess, then. A daring night raid it is. Can I
0: get everyone to roll me for an advantage pool, please? Oh. That's right. I have statted up a Nick-style dungeon encounter.
2: Ooh. Ooh. So what are we still using tactics as normal or are we using something else?
0: Use tactics. This
1: is your planning phase. Okie dokie. Oh, dear. One edge and two fours from Tissa.
2: Oh, dearzies.
3: Two edges from Penelope.
2: Oh, dearzies. Cobb got one success and two edge successes. Oh, (laughs) dearzies.
1: Daring Night Raid already off to a great start. This is
0: going wonderfully. Ah. If you keep the edge successes, I will give the capital three actions instead of two the first round.
2: I think that's fine, seeing as like 80% of our starting is edge.
3: (laughs) Yeah, okay.
2: Okay. I think we have four or so edge successes among all of us, which... Five. Five, so that's, I'd, I'd say that's worth about an action and a half, so we're, we're getting away with half an action above the city here.
1: Tissa, are you keeping the fours? I think I'll save them from later.
2: Okay, so we're starting with six, if my math is right.
3: That tracks for me.
2: Six it is. All right. Also, if this is going to be an encounter, what are the spell pieces?
0: The spell pieces here are forbidden, imposing, ancient, life- history, and revolution.
1: Yeah, we've got the Atosa spell piece.
0: Yeah, this
1: is her turf.
0: Welcome to the old capital. To destroy is to fight your way through. This place is guarded. To redirect is to use trickery and cleverness to get through. Destroy has difficulty of six. Redirect has a difficulty of seven. Outlast has a difficulty of zero. You can just leave.
3: Okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, we're planning on being sneaky, right? Is what we're sort of thinking.
1: Scratch that. I kind of want to outlast five times and be done with the whole thing episode over. Easy job, everybody.
3: Well done. Dust (laughs) off our hands, we're good. Yes.
2: (laughs) That'll be the intro joke.
3: Yep. Counter over. Farewell. You know, I think we're planning retirement, you know? It's good. <laughs> right.
2: Cobb is going to make an... I'm going to try and get away with adaptability navigation here to try and find a place where it might be possible to throw a hook or a piton or something over to give us more handholds than just whatever slight cracks are in the wall, because... Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know how agile Tissa is at climbing, but when Cobb is not on a ship with rigging, um, going up a big wall is a bit much for him. So he, he wants okay. a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. We are adding to the pool? Yes. We're adding to the pool two successes, two edge successes. Hmm.
0: Let's get silly. If you keep the edge successes, Cobb will be separated from the rest of the party. Mm, that is...
1: I think they'll make for better radio so I will keep them okay I think Tissa will follow up because Tissa's a climber she is going to daring athletics yeah between the stuff that Cobb has done and the places that there are to climb that we've scouted out she's going to just go for it okay uh not starting off good with this. Um, two edges and a four and a three. Okay. You're all
0: getting so so mixed. The successes that you're having. Indeed. This is a climber, but she's not an urbanite. Mm, there is that. If you keep the edge successes, I will bump up the difficulty of redirect to eight from seven
1: for the next round. I'll take that.
0: Okay. Are you taking the, any of the threes or fours?
1: I'll take one of the fours.
0: Okay, so that puts us at uh, 13. I'm going to go ahead and bump us up to 15 as Gideon climbs up behind you. When the two of you reach the top, you cannot see Cobb. What? Where did he...? Huh. I think, Cobb, when you went over this wall, you descended into the shadow of the old capital. And looking up, you do not see anyone following
2: you. Tissa? Penelope? Gideon? Sot? Crew? Uh Uh-oh.
0: And, Tissa, you do faintly hear Cobb calling to you from elsewhere. Definitely not the base of the wall.
1: So I guess she climbs down to... What's she climbing down to? Is it like a... A roof? Is it a battlement of some sort? There is a gap between... It's about a,
0: I want to say, like 20-foot gap between a pair of walls. And the place between the inner and outer wall is just dark.
1: Hmm. Oh, and he has the lantern, too.
0: He does has the lantern. Hey, I got a question for y'all. Sot and Amber. Are they coming with?
3: Um, so I was thinking before Penelope scales the wall that she would set Polly, Sot and Amber somewhere safe and discreet. I don't, well, actually that's a good question. Is it safer for?
2: It's probably safer for Sot to travel just on Polly. Uh, Amber is a goat (laughs) and we are not going to stop Amber if she wants to get over the wall.
3: True. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, yeah, Penelope kind of looks at Swanson and says, um, can you take care of Polly and, and, um, we'll, we'll be back here in a, in a bit. Uh, is that all right with you? Aye, aye, ma'am.
0: Gives a serious little salute.
3: Thank you.
2: Well, I also kind of figured Polly would be coming with us, but that works too.
3: Oh, well, I mean, Polly can come, but. Well, I will leave that up
2: to Penelope.
3: I guess it was just my thought was it was easier to be sneaky if Polly. I mean, Polly is a big cloud owl.
0: She's very big, yeah.
3: And then Penelope scales the wall. Uh, everything came up success, so five successes. What? Yeah. I'm so glad you have 20. You're gonna need it. <laughs> uh, and um, I think joins Tissa on the wall.
0: Tissa has started descending into the dark space between the two walls.
3: Okay. So Penelope continues to follow Tissa. Yeah. And yet you do not see a cobble. Huh. That's alarming. But Penelope follows Tissa. Perhaps Tissa knows where cobble went. So
0: the first move I'm going to use is Mysterious Path. It costs eight to avoid. The walls of the old capital are like a labyrinth. The party chooses whether everyone scatters two or Outlast is advanced
1: once or pay eight. Well, at this stage in the encounter, I'll take that
2: Outlast. Yeah, I think at this point we can afford to take the Outlast hit.
3: Sounds good.
0: As you follow the interior wall looking for a way in, you find a path in to the interior of the city And you think you're making progress until you find yourself again between the inner and outer wall, as if you just made a circuit and were spat back out. You see a shadow moving on top of the internal wall. This is a sentry patrol, difficulty 10, or the party will lose the ability to make subtlety rolls. Cobb has a
2: subtlety of one. (laughs) Yeah, you're not good at subtlety rolls, huh?
3: No, (laughs) no. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I am okay with taking this hit.
3: Sound okay? okay? I'm,
1: I'm not sure what's going to happen when the city is aware that we're coming, but on the other hand, it seems foolish mechanically to attempt to keep our subtlety here.
0: It does, yeah. Okay, so the last move does not have a cost, can't be avoided. oh All of you, even Cobb, can hear a quiet chuckling from somewhere in the shadow. The Shadow Monarch is watching.
3: Oh, I think Penelope kind of freezes for a moment.
0: You get a chance to address this and then I
2: get to choose to advance either outlast or redirect. Cobb just kind of looks around. Who's there? He's not got his hand on his sword yet, but he's training the lantern on wherever he thinks the sound is coming from. He is obviously not going to find anything, but he's, he's looking around.
3: Can Penelope cast a spell? Yeah, this isn't your turn,
0: but I am getting reactions from you. So if Penelope's reaction is to cast a spell, then yes.
3: So I think Penelope is going to cast Encouraging Ancient. She's going to try to use magic to increase her ability to access memories of any um, story she's read on the Shadow Monarch. I have been real kind
0: to you on encouraging. No, not okay. this one.
3: Okay. Then I think Penelope is just going to do a straight daring role. Okay. Just to kind of not be overcome by fear and be able to kind of just calmly interact with... I guess she's not 100% sure it's the Shadow Monarch yet. I don't know, but uh, yeah, to stay calm, I guess. Yeah.
1: Tissa's going to... Sigh And Gideon's still close, right? Yep And sort of make eye contact with her Look up at the guard Hmm I guess everyone knows that we're here now, huh? Maybe not everyone Hmm We're not doing a very good job of being sneaky So I guess we might as well just be honest Hmm I guess if you can't be sneaky, be honest I'm better at that anyway I think.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Penelope got two successes for Daring.
0: Okay, so what does two successes on Daring look like for Penelope in this situation?
3: Um, Penelope was close to Gideon and Tissa, right? You're sticking close to them, yeah. Okay. Until I say otherwise. So I think Penelope's like, you know what? Okay, let's be brave and... Penelope kind of just gives a voiceless wave to the shadows up in the, on the wall. Okay.
0: It's just like kind of just vacuously waving.
3: <laughs> I love
0: Penelope. Listen, I love Penelope so
2: much. That is a very Penelope reaction.
0: <laughs> is this a doing anything aside from making the decision not to sneak?
1: Um, well, I want to go back to spellcasting. Um,. Kirsten, do you have anything that makes sense to you with finding history?
3: Huh, um...
1: Or ancient speaking?
3: Well, ancient, restoring ancient uh, ancient speaking? I don't... Are we restoring anything? Yeah, I guess... Uh, i was sorry, what was the first one again?
1: Uh, finding history...
3: No, unfortunately, the only one I can think of is the one that I tend to overuse. Well, one of the two I tend to overuse. And I, yeah, I don't think it'll fly.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting for the no button. <laughs> my hand is hovering over it.
3: Unfortunately, I can't really connect anything. Um, yeah, my words are restoring, flying, encouraging, wind, heart, and arrow. And not quite finding.
1: What about imposing speaking wind?
3: Ooh.
0: No. Doing a
1: wind trick to be loud. Yeah, it could like a wind trick to be loud, or maybe it's carrying our words or the shadow monarch's words on the wind.
3: Okay, all right. I, I like it. It's
1: good.
2: Do the big loud. Do it.
1: Okay, um... we're in combat but this kind of feels like a negotiate with the gm kind of spell. Love to. What do you what do you have on tap? What's your offer? Let's see. Your goal is to do
0: a communicate with the shadow monarch or to have the shadow monarch do a communicate to you.
1: <laughs> That's what makes sense to me in this situation. Um, especially if we want to not get outlasted. Yeah. Okay.
0: Speaking to the Shadow Monarch with this spell will cost either two or four scatter. Two if everyone can hear it, four if just the Monarch can. Mm. Provoking the Monarch to speak to you is going to cost a good six, I think.
3: I'd be willing to put in three, if you'd like. I'm I'm feeling like four, uh,
1: since Tissa just was like, well, I guess we might as well say what we're here for.
3: Okay. Sounds good. I can put in two.
1: Great. Tissa plants her spear right in front of her, and it does the windy thing again, like it did right before she first picked it up, and says... Um, hi. Uh, I think we've been spotted, so I'm not sure how good, um, sneaking is going to go. Because we're not pilgrims, so I don't know if we need to sneak. Um, but, uh, we've come from the last tooth, and we were hoping to speak with the dragon that lives here. Because, um, because I I think if anyone has answers, you might...
0: Okay. No, I think the honest approach is enough to advance redirect. It's a good start. It's not boring. (laughs) It's a little boring, but it's not super boring. (laughs) And that makes it the party's turn. Difficulty to redirect is eight this round. But you have 20 in the pool, so.
2: Cobb is going to use... Uh, this is at, this is going to have to be sensitivity navigation, because he is looking for a landmark to tell everybody else about, so that way they can meet up. Okay. He is going to roll, but he is also going to spend one from his assist pool for whisper on the wind. Are you uh, adding to the pool or advancing a goal? Um. You no, know I think I think we're going to try and advance a goal here. Okay. Yeah, we are going to try and advance redirect, and Cobb is going to... You know what? Cobb is going to use his key here of solidarity because he wants to meet back up with everybody and work together. Solidarity to stop the solitude. And Cobb gets... Well, one. Cobb rolls extremely poorly. That is a lot of threes. Oh, dear. Uh Uh-oh. So I guess Cobb is going to have to pull seven. Okay. Okay. So... That was a big ouchie, but yeah, Cobb is going to pull seven and his one from his flubbed die roll. He look Cobb's used to working with his crew. He's he hasn't been on his own for a while. It's 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 weird.
3: Yeah. Oh, poor Cobb. Cobb will find us. Yeah. Well, what you do find
0: is a building that looks like it could be like a clock tower.
2: Okay, and then uh, using whisper on the wind he's going to send a message to Tissa probably look on the horizon to the north see the building that looks like a clock tower I'm heading there let's meet up
1: so I think then in that case Tissa is going to use adaptability navigation to try to get to that clock tower this will be adding to the pool okay That's two edges and one success. How dare you. <laughs> I This is not my
2: night for rolling. That, that's okay. It's not Penelope's turn yet. She's rolling hot tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> two edges and one success. Yep. If you keep the edge successes, I'm going to vanish Penelope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh that seems like the sort of thing that's going to happen here. How do you feel about it, Kirsten? <laughs> Alrighty. So that brings the party to 16.
0: And you look around, you spot the building that Cobb is trying to direct you to, and without looking up, start advancing toward it. And the next thing you notice is that Gedeon is next to you. But Penelope, question mark. Penelope, question mark. Hey, Penelope. You see something shiny and interesting? Do I? Ooh. And then when you look up from it, where's Tissa?
3: Oh. Oh dear. Um. Hello? Tissa?
0: Penelope, successfully Gideon? disappeared.
3: Hello? Uh, Shadow Monarch?
0: Oh, I'm
3: here. Uh, you can hear me, hey? Mm. Oh, cool, cool. I... I think my friends are further somewhere, but, uh, it's, it's nice to meet you. And I think with this, Penelope is going to just do a straight understanding role just to be like... Hey, introduce yourself to the Shadow Monarch. Like, hey, I'm Penelope. It's cool to meet you.
0: <laughs> All right. So you're adding to the pool, or the advancing? Pool? Re- okay.
3: or actually, maybe I could advance, redirect. That, that actually, we have enough in the pool. Let's let's advance, redirect. Okay. Um, one success and two edge. <laughs> oh dear. Do I get even more lost?
2: I guess the hot streak had to end sometime. Yeah. And by streak, I mean that one roll.
0: (laughs) If you keep the edge successes, I am absolutely further losting you.
3: You know what? That probably tracks. Penelope's not known for navigation and is now, like, had been distracted by a shiny thing and also was like, oh, hey... Shadow Monarch. So, yeah, you know what? I think that sounds like what's gonna happen. Okay. Uh, so, three, and then we need eight to advance redirect this turn, right? Yes. So, are we all okay if I take five from the pool?
2: Sure. Yeah, go for it.
3: All right, so, 11.
0: Uh, 13 because of Ged. Sweet, sweet. All right, my turn. I get to take two action. What two action I take? I'm gonna take Mysterious Path again. Costs eight to avoid, but the old capital is like a labyrinth. As a party, you get to choose whether everyone scatters two or outlasts is advanced once. As you wander the dark and forbidding walls of the ancient city at dusk.
2: How's everyone feeling about scatter? Cobb is at zero, so he's okay with taking some scatter. He's probably starting to get a little frustrated, anyways.
3: I could take some scatter.
2: Okay.
0: The next thing I am going to do is. All of you. Hear boots approaching. Multiple sets. This is a move called Imprison. Costs 12 to avoid. The party is arrested and taken to a dungeon beneath the old capital. They must expend or roll five successes in order to escape.
3: Oh, oh, um, 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 I think we want to avoid that one.
2: You said it's, what, 12? Want to go jail? Mm, no. not Party re- go jail? Not really, don't, not really want to go jail.
0: Not want to go jail? Okay. No. If nobody want to go jail, then the party's pool goes to one. And then it becomes your turn. Alrighty. Using your, your deafness and your cleverness and your penelope charm, you manage to avoid the approaching guards. Maybe you duck into an alley as they walk past or disappear into one of the ruined buildings.
3: It's the cape, I swear. (sighs) It
0: might be the cape.
2: I like to think that Cobb is almost caught, but then he, he has to drape his coat over the lantern and he's fine.
0: Yeah. What would everybody like to do? We have one in the pool, and we've advanced redirect thrice.
1: Um... First thing is to find the big guy. Mm-hmm. Because we're already going there. And then, the hope do we hope Red finds us? Do we want to... Hmm. We should probably help Red find us rather than the other way. Um, probably. Well yeah. I'm a little worried. This is concerning, yeah. Mm. We're almost to the tower. So Tissa, I guess, is going to use adaptability navigation to add to the pool. Okay. Two successes, one edge. Hmm. I've had so many edge successes this encounter, I don't know what to do with just one. I just give it for, you could just give it to me for free as like a bonus. If you keep the edge success, I think you'll make a less than favorable impression. Hmm. Nah. I think I will instead use clarity. Okay. Because this seems like a good place to ask for extra advice. Between all of the guards patrolling around in the scattered party. It's evening, and the first stars are starting to come out, and, well, that's nicer. That adds a little bit more of a, like, thought about how to settle one's thoughts in this strange place. Yeah. So,
0: uh, we have Seven in the pool. We have Cobble yet to go. We have Penelope yet to go. We have Advanced Redirect Thrice, which means if both of you do it, the encounter ends.
3: I think Penelope is going to continue her chat, kind of peering off into the darkness, trying to like, is it like, Penelope can't see the shadow monarch, it's just a voice, right? No,
0: it's just a voice and a presence, yeah.
3: Yeah, so again, just straight understanding role to be like, so are you busy? We were, me and my friends were hoping to kinda chat with you. I seem to have lost them momentarily, but uh, we were wondering if that would be possible. If you're up to it.
0: Me a roll, please? Are you advancing redirect here? Yes. Okay, you're trying to talk your way into the city.
3: Oh boy, I rolled very, very bad. Just one edge success. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> I should not let Penelope talk. To-
0: There's seven in the pool.
3: Okay. You know what? How does everyone feel about <laughs> using the pool? If you
0: keep that edge success and thus don't completely wipe out the pool, I think, hmm, I think I'm gonna do damage to you.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm cool with keeping the edge success. Um, are people cool with me taking six from the pool?
2: That'll do it. That is actually just enough. So yes.
3: Alrighty. righty. Okay. So
0: what happens is um, Penelope, you hear a, oh, I'm usually quite busy, but I suppose tonight I can make time. And you follow the voice into what looks like a building.
3: Okay.
0: Like maybe a house or something. And the floor gives way, uh, And you find yourself falling through a trap door.
3: Oh no, a tumble.
0: I'm not going to say you slide down a huge cartoon slide, but it's a little cartoon slide. And, but you do take a bad bonk for two damage on your way down.
3: Oof. That's not a gentle landing, <laughs> as is the way.
0: <laughs> as is the way. Cobble time.
2: All right, Cobb is going to cast a spell. Spell. He is going to cast History Wind. Uh, he's going to call out to the old winds of this place to get everybody to to show them where they need to go. Okay. Uh, but yes, Cobb is going to use this spell to advance redirect.
0: Alrighty. Yeah, so you're looking to spend six on it.
2: Yes. Okay. Cobb's got to reach out pretty far here and really go into the winds of the city a little bit more than he probably wants to, but he wants to make sure that everybody gets to where they need to go.
0: So you can feel a wind at your back pushing you back toward the wall, toward a large building next to the wall. Penelope, you feel it pushing you forward. Which is strange, because you are definitely underground. Wind shouldn't be here. Shouldn't be, but it is. And Tissa, you feel the wind giving you a gentle push toward the clock
1: tower. you feel that? Let's go. Let's...
0: Cub. Actually, no. Let's not. Okay. Let's not Cobb. Forget Cobb. Cobb is, <laughs> Cob is dead to us. Wow, that
2: that escalated quickly. <laughs> it did, yeah.
0: This is me we're talking about. I never turn the dial halfway. <laughs> I go from zero to 90. Penelope, <laughs> as you walk ahead, you see a light, a flickering candlelight. And... You come to what looks like a dining hall an old-fashioned one, but not a not an imposingly old-fashioned one with rustic wooden furniture and candlesticks and homestyle food spread everywhere. And at the head of the table there is a beautiful woman, a little older than you are, with a gentle smile and long... Uh, wavy blonde hair. And she gestures at you to have a seat. Tessa, waiting for you at the entrance to the clock tower, there is an older person. Someone probably much taller than you if they stood up straight, but they're hunched over. A cane, dressed in simple, stiff, old fashioned clothes. And they also motion for you to follow and disappear into the clock tower. Cop, when you get into the large building that the wind is pushing you toward, you just about run smack into what appears to be a huge wall. You hold the lantern up to it and it has a pearlescent shine to it. And what looks like an elaborate pattern.
2: And then it moves. Well, I'm, I'm glad it moved before Cobb like kicked at it.
0: I am too. I am too. It is pale blue and pearlescent and it moves slightly away from you and rotates until a head larger than a horse descends from the rafters of this building to lie chin on the ground in front of you. It looks like a crocodile's face and its neck is wreathed in a long mane of jet black, so dark it reflects no
2: light. Welcome. The Shadow Monarch, I presume. You presume correctly. I'm not trying to big time you here. I'm trying to be forthright. This is what I am. Good to know. I... Give me a moment. I need to... And Cobb goes to sit down. He is, like, at eight scatter, so... He's got he's to collect himself for a bit before he decides to talk to the Shadow Monarch. Have a seat. Welcome to my city. Our city, but I take care of it. It's honestly kind of nice. Mm, I think so. The... Uh, <clears throat> and Cobb sits up a little straighter and rolls his neck a bit to try and kind of sober himself up as it were
0: yeah, and the dragon waits patiently
2: the labyrinthian nature of it is a bit uninviting nah. well for me that's part of the fun but I suppose our tastes are different Captain Cobbler I have no intention of harming you or your crew far from it I think I kind of like you. Oh, well, uh, I kind of like us, too. I just... What have you come to ask me? Uh, I think Tissa would probably know more of the specifics, or the metaphysics of it. That's, that's more her speed, but uh, we are here to ask for your help, I guess, resetting the shackle on the noble demons. Or, at the very least, trying to find out what to do if that cannot be done. I think you've answered my question, Captain Cobbler. I was going to ask if you... I mean, I don't presume to know you intimately, but... You don't seem like the type who's okay with sacrificing another creature's free will to save his own skin. Doesn't seem like your style. Cobb leans back a little bit and looks up at the ceiling. No, but it's a bit more complicated than that. Mm. It always is, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. It's a complicated world.
0: Penelope, you are beckoned to join this beautiful older woman at a banquet. Hello.
3: It's, it's nice to meet you.
0: It is a pleasure to meet you. Please have a seat.
3: Oh, thank you. Is there? You said there's a banquet. Is there food?
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, there's so much food.
3: I think Penelope is trying to be polite, but
0: no. Please go ahead. I insist.
3: Oh, <laughs>
0: you're a guest in my city, after all.
3: Well, thank you. Um, I I am I am a little bit. I'm a little bit hungry.
0: Well, our city—I <laughs> just take care of it.
3: <laughs> Am I to assume you are the Shadow Monarch?
0: Yes, indeed.
3: Well, it's—it's it's nice to see you. I—I—I uh, I, I had heard you before, but <laughs> I was—I was wondering where you were. Are you actually here, or is—I mm. guess it doesn't really, really matter.
0: <laughs> I'm all over the place in this city. Mustn't worry about it.
3: Wait, what? <laughs> that is so cool. And I thought my cake made me cool.
0: <laughs> Let me pour you a drink.
3: Oh, <laughs> thank you. And
0: she reaches out to grab what looks like a pitcher of cider and pour a tall drink for you.
3: Oh my gosh. Cider here? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope takes a big gulp and to wash down some of the food and... Um, Yeah, thank you for for taking time to meet. Um, I'm not the greatest at... uh, I know. ...conversations. The last time I tried to do a conversation with with someone who was much more... um, Well, well, I'll just say a better conversationalist than I. It didn't go so well.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm not a demon, Miss Hunter.
3: (laughs) That is true. How did you know about that?
0: What do you think about them, though, the demons?
3: Well, they kind of remind me of one day. One day we had to have a there was some there was some uh, negotiations for some plots of of, of land in, in in Northridge. Things had to be updated mm. there. Um, there was there was a lawyer that came through to to help us from from the next village over, mm. and. In a way, kind of reminds me how noble, noble demons are. In in that they're very versed in the the, the art of rhetoric, and uh, I don't know. I, I it goes way over my head. But anyways, I I, I digress. Um, no, no. I asked the question.
0: You're answering it. No need to apologize.
3: Oh. <laughs> um. So, I guess you're wondering what it is we're here for, specifically. Tell me. So, it's kind of a complicated situation. Let's see if I can put this. I guess, so a long time ago, there were these chains of of obsession that that would kind of distract noble demons, I guess, almost. And um, I guess they're breaking, which can cause some issues. But then it's also, like, do we want to put things in chains? Um, so I'm not sure exactly where to, where to exactly go with this. Um, mm. I guess it's bad if they break, but I wouldn't want to have chains again. I don't know.
0: <laughs> have you thought hard about this?
3: <sighs> I've, I've tried, I guess, um. I mean I don't know. Maybe there's another another way. I mean perhaps perhaps the chains breaking is a sign of you know, revolution. Revolution doesn't have to be bad. We can maybe change things for the better.
0: She reaches out a hand to kind of like cradle your cheek with it and says, "Can you do me a favor?" Miss Penelope Hunter. Of course. Please don't ever apologize again. For the way that you think about things. Oh. Okay? Okay. (laughs) If people think you're awkward, that's their problem. Oh. uh, I think you're delightful.
3: Thank you. You are as well. You're a very generous host, and... I know I... I didn't really know what to expect when heading into the city. It was a little bit daunting, admittedly, but I'm I'm, (laughs) actually, this is kind of, kind of fun, kind of actually a great time, even though we're on a serious, serious mission. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Tissa.
0: The elder leads you and Gedeon into a small room in the clock tower with a round table and several simple chairs. Forgive me they say for sitting ahead of you and they shuffle to a seat and pull it out and sit down at the table
1: um that's okay um uh, may we sit too please please mm. welcome to my
0: city well our city oh i just look after it oh uh, who's us everyone's i suppose no ones I also suppose. Atosa's, perhaps. Mm. She'd be angry if I said that, though. So I won't. And the, the Elder kind of gives you a mischievous little wink.
1: <gasps> You're really good at this.
2: Mm.
0: I've been doing it for a very long time. Mm.
1: Um, I don't feel like I understand anything anymore. Mm. Um, but I think, well, I hope. You've been doing it for a long time, right? So maybe you know some things? May I ask you some questions?
0: I should have expected as much. Please.
1: Well, it's, um, I I know what I'm supposed to, but, um, do you know anything about Juga? Because no one knows anything about Juga.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: There's a name I have not heard in a very long time, No one else has, it seems, too, but, um, we met him, kind of. Hmm. He's hard to look at.
0: Well, he is Atosa's brother.
1: Oh. They're
0: related in some way. All of them.
1: Mm-hmm. A little bit sun and moon, maybe. Maybe, yes. Huh. I'm not
0: certain what happened to him. I wasn't there, I was here at the time, I was just a shiny little snake, wandering the tunnels back when that happened.
1: Oh, wow, it was a really, really long time ago. Well, now. (laughs) But,
0: hmm, there is something I heard. But I must warn you that it won't lessen your confusion, Tissa. Mm. Well? I heard he did it himself.
1: understand any better, but that's really interesting. I did warn you. You did. You did.
0: Just I don't have the power to do what you've all come to request that I do. I would just be an intermediary on your behalf to my parents. So ultimately, whatever I decide, it isn't up to me. It is up to them. But. And the elder, the monarch, turns to Gideon, briefly. Opens their mouth as if to ask a question, but smiles, closes it, shakes their head. You already know. Put the shackle back on. If it's for people's survival, do it. And what about you, Tissa? Of all of you, you're the only one that I'm asking this question. In all of your thoughts and all of your wandering fancies, have you thought of another way. And with that, I do believe it is memory time.
3: Um, I just I loved when Tissa asked about Yuga. Like <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: such a such a very good Tissa. That was an excellent Tissa that was done right there. It was
3: it was like, yeah, just perfect. Like everything about that interaction right there was perfect. I loved it. Just grade a classic Tissa. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
2: It was a good Tissa moment.
1: Oh, uh, I really liked the description of the Shadow Monarch's dragon form.
2: It's big of a snake friend. Mm-hmm. They are quite big. I really liked this encounter. I I thought this was a really cool encounter. Um, I do like the the implication that everyone in the city is the shadow monarch. Whether or not that's actually true, I guess we'll never know because Cat, well, I don't know if Cat is telling or not. Oh, there are a lot of infiltrators that stay in the the
0: city and work with the Shadow Monarch.
2: But I I do like the implication that almost everything that we encountered was just like this was the dungeon, but this was also the Shadow Monarch, was the encounter.
0: Yeah, Shadow Monarch was messing with you. That's what they do best.
2: (laughs) This was fun. Yes, Cobb Cob will have more to say to the Shadow Monarch next time.
1: I'm sure everyone will. Yeah. Yeah. So, everyone, thank you so much for playing with me this week. It was
0: lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I had a wonderful time with you all. Yeah, this was a fun one. And thank you so much for listening to us, listener. We just think you're the greatest. If you want to tell us how great you are, you can do that on Twitter at PeachGardenRPGs or on the email form on our website, peachgardengames.com. On the website, you will also find a support us link with a Ko-fi and a Patreon. And did I mention that the Ko-fi has merch on it? I don't think I did, but I should have because it does. Especially if you're looking for a copy of Blazing Him, which I still have. And you can find us on the heroic Discord, which is in our pinned tweet on Twitter. Come join us. We love talking
1: to people. On the internet. Yeah, come say hi. It is a zone that is safe to say exactly how good you are. Yes.
0: And everyone, thank you so much for listening. I already said that, but I feel like it bears repeating. And we'll catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. member of the
2: rainbow roll network rainbow roll our stories our voices